Welcome to the Mystic Lighthouse, your beacon for the paranormal. Each week we will explore a grab bag of different cryptid sightings, hauntings, UFO encounters, and various other true tales that are sure to leave you questioning, what are you willing to believe? Hello everyone, and welcome to the Mystic Lighthouse. On this week's episode, cryptids, UFOs, ghostly apparitions, and black-eyed kids. All this and more on this week's Tales from the Mystic Lighthouse. Our first submission is from Marion Lermite. She tells us her story of a ghostly apparition encounter. I'm 25 years old now, and this encounter, or rather prolonged experience actually, started when my family and I moved into an old house when I was eight. The house in itself was fine. However, we had a long garden, and at the end of the property, a huge brick barn. It had been used by the military in the past, and later on firefighters, for training, because it has a very high ceiling and appearing beams that were used for rope exercises. Anyway, I remember vividly when I first stepped inside. Its gigantic structure impressed me but I was struck by how cold it was. I don't remember if it was winter back then, and I used to be a very skeptical kid and find a logical explanation for everything. So I thought it was the way it was built, but summer or winter, it didn't make a difference. It was always freezing cold inside. But I began to feel things there, like, someone watching me from behind or feeling a presence when I knew perfectly where I was alone there. There was one particular area that I couldn't walk to because I began to feel complete terror there at this very spot. I hated that feeling but I, I thought I was just a scaredy cat at the time. However, it only intensified. From the window of my room, I had the view of a garden and so automatically of a barn. Sometimes, from the, corner, from the corner of my eyes, I could see someone inside, but when I looked properly, there was no one there, and if the door was closed, that meant none of my family members were there neither. Yet again I brushed it off, thinking it was just an optical illusion or something. What I couldn't explain, however, 
was very emotion what I felt when I was in Cyberborn. Sadness, helplessness, sorrow. It was chilled down my spine every time. But I couldn't understand why I was sensing or feeling these emotions there. It went on for years, to the point I couldn't even trust myself. I thought I was going insane. Until one day, a few years before we moved, my parents were told why the last owners abandoned the property. They had a 15-year-old boy who got bullied in school so bad that he hanged himself in a barn. He hanged himself at the very spot that I was terrified to stand. When I heard that story, everything made sense to me. I hope that maybe it will find finally peace. Our next submission is from the UK. Aaron tells us about a cryptid sighting his girlfriend had in rural Wales. Yeah, so uh, what it was, this was like a couple years ago now, back when I was back at uni. Um, so I'm originally from Wales. I went to uni in England, but I'd always go back to Wales to work during like the Christmas and Easter and the summer breaks. I remember during the summer break, my girlfriend, this is like from her, she, um, this is her story like, but she came to give for like a visit for me. And um, yeah, she was there for like the day and I was on night shift that night at like a, uh, like a care home. And the idea was she would stay there until my night shift and then she'd drive home. Uh, anyone that's been to Wales knows that it's 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 quite rural. There's like a lot of fields. So, anyways, she drives me to my night shift, and then she's on her way home. And she tells me that she stops by the garage in Trelawney for petrol. And as she's going up like one of the country roads up from there, this like thing walks across the road. And like at first, she said she thought it was like a dog or a cat, but she said it was like huge, like kind of. Great Dane sized and it looked hairless. It was like pink and hairless in the lights. Uh, she said it was like walking weird, like its limbs weren't straightening while it walked. It was it was really kind of bizarre and it had huge paws. She kind of describes it as looking like a giant hairless fossa, but with a bizarre walk, I guess. Um, whether it was a trick of the light, I don't know. I got her a dash cam afterwards and we've driven that way like a million times since but not seen it but yeah she's adamant that what she saw was not like the standard animal around here like dogs, cats, foxes, badgers, whatever um, and she's a zoologist so I kind of trust her judgement on this but yeah. This story is from Isaiah. He describes a UFO sighting 
in Washington State. This happened around seven years ago, when I was nine or ten years old. My bedroom at the time was in the basement of our house, but I had just injured my foot, so my parents had me sleep in the guest bedroom upstairs so that I wouldn't have to go up or down too many stairs. The first night that I was staying in the guest room, I woke up in the middle of the night super thirsty, so I got out of bed and decided that I would ditch the crutches and just hop slash limp over to the kitchen to get some water. I don't exactly remember why I didn't want to use the crutches. So as I am making my way over to the kitchen, I have to walk through the living room. Our living room has a wall of windows that showed our deck and the forest that we lived in. As I'm limping through the living room, a huge object that had green bright lights all over it slowly rises up and hovers right in front of the windows. It stays there for about 10 seconds before flying away with incredible speed. I'm just standing there in awe in my living room trying to figure out what I had just seen. Too afraid to keep walking to the kitchen, I limp back as fast as I can over to the guest room and try and go back to sleep. I still have no idea what this could have been. My first thought was that maybe it was a drone, but it seemed way too big and fast to be a drone that a normal person would have. But even if it was a drone, that doesn't make it any better, because that means that someone was watching me, which is just super creepy. Up next is an anonymous submission about a strange experience at a university. This happened when I was in my final year at an all-girls high school and staying at the boarding house. I had been staying there for three years and then a new hostel matron joined us an alternative looking type, always wearing colourful clothing with a matron flatlet filled with crystals of all sorts. Majority of the girls were not fond of her and said she came across as cold and dismissive. I never experienced that from her, but then again I always kept to myself and read in my room after school until supper time in the dining room. Towards my final exam, I would sleep in the afternoon and study from about 7pm until 2am. This worked for me and I ended up passing very well. One night, I, head, I headed to the dining hall kitchen to make some coffee in the dark. I did not want to get in any trouble because it was way past lights out, which usually ends at about 10pm. And as I leave to go back to my room, this matron comes back around the corner and I didn't get a fright at all. I was too tired to react and I somehow managed to scare the absolute crap out of her and she scurried away without saying a word and not scolding me, nothing. The next morning at breakfast, I noticed her staring at me and I figured that she must be zoning out, thinking about something and just happened to be staring in my direction. No, she approached me that evening before supper and pulled me aside to ask me to come to a flat. There she asks me to sit down and to tell her how I've been feeling. I told her that I felt fine 
and i was fine because exams were going really well so emotionally and mentally i was in a good space then she tells me that the night before when i was walking down the passage a dark figure was right next to me and she noticed me sneaking into the kitchen before in the dark and thought i had another girl with me i said no i've always gone alone she looked terrified and told me that even during the day she could feel it and i should never attempt to speak to it but she wanted me to know that it would always look after me soon after that she resigned and went abroad now i can't figure out if she's just crazy or what everyone always tells me that the amount of eye contact i make when talking to them is very uncomfortable and it makes them feel as if i am looking into their soul now as an adult my boss pokes fun at me and says that i sometimes scare the crap out of him because he never notices me coming or going i'm always just there my principal used to say the same thing when he saw me in the halls my partner says the same thing when i'm walking around the house and he especially gets uncomfortable when we're chatting and always looks down so i always end up asking him what's up like what's wrong and he says that my eye contact is super intense and it's not that my eyes are big or googly they don't protrude he just says it feels like they're looking through him which is not nice to hear but obviously i'm not doing it on purpose our next story is from shyla and she tells us of her experience seeing a black-eyed kid. Hi, my name is Shyla. I've been known to have a gift that I don't use so much to the point where I've ignored it, where it got worse and made me see what I never thought I would see in my entire life. On April 7th, 2021, I was talking to my dad in the living room while I was texting one of my twin brothers. Just when I looked up into the hallway that is connected to the living room, I saw a boy peeking around quickly down the hall around the corner of the hallway where the hallway curves and leads to the bathroom. I looked away for a second thinking I was just seeing things, but when I looked up again and looked down the hall, still standing where I was before, the boy was standing in the hallway. He was maybe about nine years old. He had dark hair, looked really pale white in his face and hands, and he had pitch black eyes. When I say pitch black eyes, I don't mean just his pupils were black. All the white or any other color in his eyes were just all black from corner to corner in each eye. He was just standing there with no expression on his face. When I saw him just standing there in the hallway, I was confused, anxiety-ridden, and still in shock, thinking, is this still me seeing things, or is this actually real? He was standing there for a little, and he was staring at me in the eyes, so we did make eye contact. I knew it had to be real because he wasn't going away and I never see any presence unless it wants to be seen and I haven't talked to the dead in almost about two or three years now. 
There was no knock at the door. There wasn't any other kids other than that boy just randomly peeking around the corner in my hallway and standing in the hall staring at me. My normal instincts in these things is to be calm, but I had this weird energy where I felt scared, but I also felt adrenaline kick in and I automatically yelled, holy mother of God, and took a step back. That's when I looked away and my dad got concerned and yelled, what, what's the matter? I only told him I saw something in the hall. I looked back down at the hall and saw the figure was gone. I didn't know what I had just seen. I was so confused, so I kept thinking nothing I kept thinking and thinking and nothing came to mind until I went to look up on YouTube of what this could be. I thought maybe this could be a black-eyed child, but I was still in denial. So I looked up in detail, why am I seeing a child that looks pale white, dark has dark hair and black eyes that's in my house? It all brought me to black-eyed children and black-eyed children experiences. I'm not going to lie, I was pretty shooken up because years ago when I was a child, I heard about the black-eyed children online, but I never actually thought about it and pushed it aside. That night, I went to tell my dad about what I saw, and I was gonna tell him in detail and what it could be. But when I asked him if he ever heard of the black-eyed children, he said no, and when I was about to explain it, all of the lights in the house went out all at once. I heard other experiences, so I rushed to my animals to make sure they were safe and not going to be harmed. The lights went back on an hour later and everything was fine, but two nights later, this time it was around 12 o'clock, and I was headed to the bathroom in the dark, I got a weird vibe that something sinister was around. When I left the bathroom, I went by our guest room, which was dark. The door was open. There was a chair sitting in front of the door, but it was sitting a little ways back. I got a glimpse of a tall figure sitting in this chair, blending in with the darkness, wearing black gothic jeans that had like zippers or a chain attached, but I didn't see a face. It seemed masculine. Just realizing and walking by what was just sitting in a room I was in just that day really shook me. I don't know what keeps happening or what's lurking in this house. And it could have been my fault from four years ago when I was stupid and decided to make a portal with my two mirrors facing them each other in the bathroom when I saw a tall dark figure that at this time was alien-like. It was skinny and had an alien-formed head, like a big upside-down teardrop, if I could explain it in a different way. How some people would think aliens or some aliens really look if they do exist. I was startled at that time. I felt calm and almost welcomed and not in danger, almost in a real trance in that experience. In that experience, I did, I did say hi, and I said, I see you, and I said, I'm going to the bathroom. I was sitting in the shower on 
it was sitting on a, it was sitting in the shower on a shower chair we have it disappeared after i left the bathroom i don't know what's going on or what's in my house but i've been here and grew up here my whole life i'm not that scared but there has been a lot of encounters that even my family members have witnessed when i don't even tell my family anything about other creatures or figures and souls or anything like that I do believe they are still here since this was recent and they may never go away. I promise to those who think that this is schizophrenia that it's not a delusion. I'm not on anything at all to be seeing or make it, be making this kind of stuff up. And I most certainly wouldn't be speaking out about it if, I did, if it didn't actually happen to me. I'm not a person who speaks on the daily. I hardly speak ever. I hardly speak ever at all. Every night now, things are getting stranger and stranger when the sun goes down. I live in the woods, so it's even stranger. Thank you for listening to my Black Eyed Child experience. Do you ever get the feeling that you're being watched? Fittingly, Carrie tells us about a time that feeling was true. This is my story about Slenderman and why you should get curtains. To clarify, Slenderman is the name I'll be using for the very real person mentioned in my story, based on his physical appearance. In 2015, me and my now ex-husband moved to Toowoomba. I found a job and we lived in a nicer, much cheaper apartment compared to what Sydney had to offer. We even had a backyard completely fenced in with a privacy fence. For some background, I used to be extremely anxious and meek, no confidence. And living without friends or family, combined with only having my emotionally abusive husband, did that to me. I was even on the verge of being fired because I was too anxious to make decisions at work. Everyone thought I was dumb. It was pretty bad. So anyway, five days a week, I took a 30-minute walk to work and finished at 10 p.m. My husband would pick me up. Once home, I'd play video games at my desk to detach and unwind. My desk was perpendicular to a large window that had thick two-inch blinds. The bottom of the window is maybe a foot from the floor. I always turn blinds up so no one can look down through them. So it's to my left while I'm sitting at my computer. The window is on the front of the apartment. So if you walk out of the front door, to your right is that window and a little section for our trash bins. It's concealed by a fence that ends at our front door. It's around midnight. We're in the kitchen and my husband has to take out the trash. Seconds after he opens the door, I hear, hey, what the rush to the door and he's gone. Into the darkness he went, wearing his jammies and socks. He came back within minutes. While panting, he says that when he opened the door, a guy was low down by the window. My husband saw him as he rushed to his feet and took off running. He chased him but couldn't keep up because, well, he was in his socks. So my husband did bring back a black beanie that fell off the guy's head. He described him as very tall and very thin didn't see his face. At this point, I'm shook. The guy had been watching me 
by looking up the blinds. My husband got in position to see what Slenderman saw. Yeah, a lot of me, and a whole lot of me. I was always in my undies at night, you know, like picking my nose, being weird, being yelled at by my husband until I cried. Just things that occurred in private, things that I always wanted to keep private. Things you do when you think no one else is watching you. So what else did he see? I felt so violated, so ashamed, but mostly afraid. I didn't know how long he had been visiting, and the fence in the front of the window kept him hidden while he watched. The next day, my husband drove me to work, and he did so for two more days because by that point I was over-exaggerating and gas is expensive. That walk was never the same. I didn't want to listen to music anymore so I could hear if I was being followed. Constant high alert. He did, however, put cardboard over the window and install motion lights by the bins the next day. While he was doing that, I looked around the backyard and I noticed a shoe print on the fence where someone jumped over from the inside. I can't assume it was left by Slenderman, but I never noticed it before. The backyard would give Slenderman access to our bedroom windows. Then a little dot in my head connected. About two weeks prior, I was in my bedroom and heard a police helicopter fly by. I mean, that's pretty normal, but this night the spotlight was on and my window was illuminated. It was illuminated for way too long, not what I'm used to. Usually they stroll by, but it was like they paused. So I shrugged it off then, but what if he was in my backyard that night and they saw him? So who was Slenderman? Did he see me walking to work and figure out where I live? The only guy that fits that description was a coworker. I'll call him Stan. Many months before the incident, Stan helped me on my first day of being thrown into the deep end at work. My anxiety was overflowing and I had to step outside. Like I said, extremely bad anxiety. I was breathing deeply for a few minutes until he came outside to comfort me. He was very friendly, but that day he learned how vulnerable I was. His position was over mine. He had access to my address from my employee information, and I wanted so badly to ask him if he lost a black beanie recently, but after years of gaslighting, I was scared that I'd be acting crazy. Who I am today would do it. I mean, he was never creepy or inappropriate with me. I've had stalkers and obsessors, but they've always made themselves known. If it was him, what were his intentions? He never made it obvious he had any feelings for me. My gut was just telling me it was him, even with no red flags. So I'll never know who Slenderman is, but here's my advice. Don't be too vulnerable with anyone, ever, even at home. And when your husband says you don't need curtains in your new apartment because he's cheap and controlling, go buy some anyway. Thank you for joining me today in the Mystic Lighthouse. All stories submitted and narrated are purported to be true. The Mystic Lighthouse is produced and narrated by your host, Bo Carver. If you have any stories you would like to tell, you can submit them at themysticlighthouse at gmail.com. And tune in next week for all new tales.